Hey, hey humans, it's, it's your, your girl, girl Chocolate, Chocolate Thunder, Thunder bringing, bringing you another episode of Summaries with Chalk, Spooky Edition. Welcome, welcome. All right, humans. So, as you know, or if you don't know, today is October 31st. It's the last day of the month, but it's also a holiday. It is Halloween. (laughs) But I just wanted to talk about um, what Halloween is is maybe to uh to black people what does halloween mean and for me chocolate thunder a black person um halloween has always been a place of fun and like a place of confusion um halloween has been fun like as a child my family has always been known to throw like big halloween parties Um, For years, we've been, like, the house to go to Halloween parties. And our friends as well had Halloween parties, but we were known for them, too. Um, People would come. We would have crazy music. And uh, one thing that I learned, because I think I remember having a Halloween party at, um, I feel like it was someone at my church. They had, like, a Halloween party. And I remember, like that's where I learned about my fear of water because I remember being like pushed in the the hot tub maybe or maybe it was the pool I don't remember um but like drowning almost drowning and some some kid like going in there and saving me and then I remember another time maybe it was the same party I don't know like bobbing for apples and that terrifying me like being so scary for me um and I know like a lot of black people don't swim or can't swim, or will go to the ocean, or the beach, whatever, and get in the water, but they won't go all the way in, but black people, like, have a history of swimming pools, just, you know, dating it back to, like, where we weren't allowed in swimming pools, we weren't allowed in the vicinity of, you know, people swimming, and even when we were, like, there was, like, a certain time that we could go in the water, Or if we did go in the water, they would, like, drain the pool and stuff. It used to be, like, a a whole ordeal. And in some places, it still is. But it's, like, unspoken. But you know, like, okay, don't go to that pool. They they might make you feel a little uncomfortable, whatever. But I've always had, like, a a weird thing about swimming pools. And when my friends tried to teach me, I remember being in Pocatello, Idaho, like, for a theater job. And, like, one night, we were all, like, swimming in the pool. Or, like, I, I say swimming, I'm sure somewhere, but I was playing in the pool. And then my friends were like, let, let me t- let's teach you how to swim. And I I said, no, no, no. And then I eventually said yes. And, child, I didn't last long. I couldn't do it. I was scared. So, yeah, that's the whole thing. Um, another thing about Halloween was, like, the neighborhoods. Like, I grew up in Round Rock, like, the suburbs um, super, super north Austin, right? Suburb, suburbia. So, like, you know, people would come to our house for the party, but also for trick-or-treating time because we knew, like, that we would get big uh, candy bars and stuff or, like, you know, 
we would do some walking to get to get them trick or treats. Um, some people were cop outs. They would give you that candy that it's like I'm trying to remember. It's like nasty candy. I can't even think of it right now. Um, and then as I got older, like Halloween was like so fun. Um, my a lot of my Halloween homies, man, they moved to Vermont, which is obviously not Texas, and man. No one can Halloween like them every year, especially even the times that I didn't know them, their Halloween costumes were on point. And I used to live for that, like as a theater kid, theater woman, even just like the dressing up was like my favorite thing about people's Halloween. And I got to a point where I started wearing like the same Halloween costume every year, which is still awesome, even though I don't think I can fit it the same anymore. But um, it was the Rockford Peach from A League of Their Own. I was one of the Rockford Peaches, but once since I was I was black, I paid um, homage to uh, like the black female baseball players, the baseball league, uh, the Negro women's baseball league. You know, even though I, my costume said a Rockford Peach, I was like a Georgia Peach, honey. Um, but you know, it was still fun. Um, but I don't Halloween like I used to, especially because we're, we've been in a pandemic and Halloween is kind of not the same. This year is probably like getting back to being the same, even though, um, you know, COVID is still going rampant out here in these streets. Um, uh, a lot of people are like having Halloween parties, like at their homes or someone else's home, you know, people close to them, which is still cool. And trick-or-treating is still a thing. And I work in an elementary school, so... We just had like a spirit week, you know, where we got to do different things, different ways to dress up. Then Friday was pajama day. So a lot of people either wore onesies or um, some some friends wore costumes and some wore pajamas. I know I wore some sweats, child. It was awesome for Friday. Um, that was cool. But uh, but yeah, confusion for Halloween for me, like. It was confusion. Like, I remember Halloween in college, and it was a lot of fun because, you know, I went to a college in Abilene. So it was the middle of nowhere kind of town. So, like, all there was to do was party. So, but it was Abilene. So it was, like, my introduction to, like, racial Halloween costumes, which I, at the time, you know, knew about racism. and was very, you know, evident of it and experienced a lot of race racial moments. But I had a lot of my friends who were white tell me, like, oh, you're overreacting. Oh, it's not what you think, you know, trying to undermine how I felt and had me tripping, thinking, okay, maybe I am overreacting, right? But I remember one time I was at this Halloween party and um, I remember being lit, like lit to the hills, man. And I remember being dressed as your mom, your mom uh, in 1980-something, like prom queen in 1985 or something like that. So I had like a old, a cute dress, but it was from Goodwill and like a crown and like a sash, right? And so we're at this party and it was random and it was fun, whatever. And um, then I remember turning the corner, I was outside. And I remember turning the corner and seeing this dude, obviously white, painted as black as the night, like dark as heck. And he had on an Afro wig and a basketball jersey. And I can't even remember who he was, like somebody like, who probably wasn't as chocolate as he was painted, right? And all I could do, like, when I saw him was crack up laughing, like, kind of laughing at him, like, it, but it was, like, out of shock, like, oh, my goodness, like, it was funny to me, right? 
not like haha best costume ever but it was haha like what a joke like i can't believe you wore that and then literally like seconds later the cops showed up and i was out of there i don't remember the rest because i took off okay but i just remember that moment and being like dang but as i got older and as racism got thicker for me as a young adult i've seen like so many ridiculous interpretations of things and even me as a black person like not understanding how critical it is like if I am using an Asian accent or Native American um, garb and stuff like that just how insulting a lot of that is when you're when you're ill-informed right and so I pay a lot more attention to that and who what role I played in that and continue to play in that and sometimes like I love being black and like being extra black in moments you know but I'm like that's reserved I feel like for black people to do because I feel like other people is like come on man like uh, stay in your lane kind of thing you know what I mean and I think even for me I need to stay in my lane as a black person not all lanes are for me to just cross over into like just because they're Hispanic they are a person of color but they're a different person of color than you they're different they're not you and you're not them and your culture could be different right a lot of it could be the same but yeah, there are some white people that I'm cool with. Some people, you know, who are white, they're just a person who happens to be white. And then there are white people, right, that are clearly white, okay? Um, so I'm just like, I guess know your place when it comes to that. Uh, something else about Halloween is uh, Christians and Halloween. And I'll talk about that a little bit. After I take this quick break, which is uh, probably a commercial with my voice. <laughs> so, enjoy. We back, we back. Alright, dude. So, like I said, I wanted to talk real quick, real quick. And y'all know when I say real quick, it's like like the preacher's like, I'm almost through. And then it's like another 10, 20, 30 minutes till he's done. So maybe like that, but I hope not. But I wanted to just talk about like Christians and their relationship to uh, Halloween. Like growing up, like I said, my family, we always had Halloween parties. It was never like, a, oh my God, don't do this, don't do that. But I did have friends, especially even adults, like dated dudes who like, didn't celebrate Halloween when they were kids, uh, mainly because their parents were like, that's the devil's holiday, and you're just, like, celebrating the devil that day, and uh, I've always thought that was crazy, like, just me personally, I guess, like, uh, um, I found this article, like, online about this person who celebrates Halloween as a Christian, and he talked about Paul, like, Paul's, I hear about Paul a lot in the Bible, uh, and he, like, was a very prominent figure, like, uh, in, uh, the New Testament. Like, he wrote, like, over half of that, I think. And, uh, I mean, don't at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a new Christian. Anyway, but, um, I know that, like, he had a common sense rule of, like, um, having a weak conscience, meaning, like, um... Uh, like, if you viol- if you feel like it's gonna violate your own conscience, then then don't do it. Um, 
But if you want to criticize like other Christians or people who don't have the same like weak conscience, um, then don't don't criticize, like give them the freedom of choice in these debatable matters. And like if that's their decision, like just like we have the decision to follow God, you know what I mean? Like instead of debating and, and judging those who don't or who don't understand You know, I feel like that's a lot for like pretty much any lifestyle out here in these streets. Like we love to judge. We feel like we're better or we're doing it right. Like we figured out life like, yo, nobody has to figure it out. We don't know. But I feel like that's like a time like they're like, oh, you're dressing like the ghouls. You're dressing like this. But there are also like sayings that are like people used to dress like ghouls to ward off like the evil you know spirits or whomever to to know that they should leave them alone or like uh you know they would put like candles and pumpkins to like you know keep spirits away you know what I mean there's like all kind of stuff going on you know what I'm saying and like people like have judgments about celebrating Easter and Christmas like other holidays that they don't celebrate so it's like man people put rules on top of the rules and that kills me you know what i'm saying because halloween shouldn't even be that serious but that article kind of like justified how i felt about it and it was just one article from like the daily herald or something you know what i mean but it was cool and he he was just talking about how his mom was like protestant and protestants man they don't be watching tv they don't play cards, like, they don't do it all, but she celebrated Halloween and let him dress up and all that, you know what I mean? So it's like, uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. There's something for somebody. Uh, uh, ooh, I was just reading this. Ooh, okay, I'm gonna read this quote to y'all. It says, if you want someone to pray with you or tell you about Jesus, they'll be glad to do so shining the light of a loving Christ in the middle of Halloween celebration. (laughs) Uh, Oh, the impropriety of it all. I love that. Um, That was cool. But seriously, though, like, I mean, I feel like people are just giving Halloween a bad name, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, in black families. And it's so funny because they're like, we're not going to... I don't even... It's not necessarily black families in this case you know, church families, a lot of times like, we're not gonna, um, we're not gonna celebrate Halloween, but we'll do a trunk or treat, a trunk or treat, where you go to like a parking lot, everybody put their trunks up, and that's how you go get candy, you know what I'm saying, but you can wear your costume there, or we'll do like a fall festival, where it's like, wear your costume and like, you know, get your face painted and stuff like that, you know what I mean, so man, there's a loophole, people be finding loopholes, we do that, um, so that's totally a thing. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about, I didn't even give y'all the title, but this episode was obviously about the summaries of a black Halloween, summaries of a black Halloween. And I want to wrap it up with just talking about like some of the black, um, Halloween movies and music and maybe even books that I found, um, to just get you thrilled. And I know like Halloween, like it's four thirty on a Halloween day or even night, so maybe you'll read these, like, if if people are still in the Halloween spirit, you know, after Halloween, you could check this out and check out some of these, this music and songs, because I feel like they're good, even on days that are not Halloween, but, you know, um, it's just my way of celebrating this year, so 
Uh, we are back after this quick, 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 random interview. Okay, I want to close this out with um, just some random thoughts about like black movies, music, and maybe businesses, books. I don't know. Um, the first like black Halloween or scary movie that I can think of is Candyman. Like back in the day, Candyman. Remember that one with all the bees and stuff, and the main character was a black dude. I remember that was a big deal even as a kid. And um, they remade it with Yaya from The Watchmen, and oh, he's beautiful. So I haven't seen it, but I want to, mainly because I want to see him. But I know that movie's scary, and it's like a different approach to the uh, original. But I just remember like being a kid, and like we used to play that at church and stuff, or at like sleepovers and stuff. Like we turn off the lights in the bathroom and be like, can't make it, and we'd be out, child. I don't even know, like, I don't remember making it or whatever, but being so, so scared of that. Um, and then uh, another, like, scary movie that I can think of is Get Out. Remember Get Out? Like, get the ro- get the keys, Rose. Man, remember that? Like, the sunken place. And we, we used to joke that, like, the Kardashian dudes, um, they go to the sunken place when they start dating a Kardashian because they're usually black dudes. And I don't know, that's, like, a terrible joke that... Um, some of my friends made and uh, it like has stuck with me because in so many ways that's kind of correct, you know. But um, another movie is Us. You remember Us with Lupita Youngo? Like I don't remember that. I think it was Us. I remember watching it on the plane and being like, "What the heck is the thing? The worst? The last thing I should be watching on a plane?" And it was just scary because it was weird. It was just so weird. Um, but it was very good. It's one of those movies that, like, you want to watch again just to, like, really analyze it. And I really appreciate that about movies these days, like Get Out and Us Both. Um, they're, like, movies, scary movies that you have to analyze. And that's, like, black people in horror movies. Like, honestly, like, any black people movie that's, like, about, like, slavery, that's all scary to me. I mean, I'll watch it, but it's stressful and sad, even if it's a happy white savior ending it's still sad still scary um and like i'm sure i could think of a million different movies but feel free to like tell me about some other ones because i'm down to hear and watch myself um another thing was like music i think about like black movies i'm sorry black music from the dome that come off the top of my dome is like thriller remember thriller from michael jackson you know I think about Disturbia from Rihanna. And this is funny, but I think about Crossroads from Bone Thugs and Harmony, man. Remember that music video? That was scary as a kid. I I remember used to be I used to be scared of that. Um And uh see oh remember okay, I'm going back to movies real quick. Remember uh Vampire in Brooklyn? And uh man, we used to scare my brother with that movie all the time. Vampire in Brooklyn, we used to just say that, and he used to be, like, so scared, man, good times, oh, that's funny, um, but anyways, that, that movie, too, he used to be like, see you at the cross side, it's like, boy, that, it, that's not the words, man, so funny, though, um, but, like, so I was thinking about Black Halloween, you know, that whole idea, and, like, what are some, like, 
black Halloween like music, you know, that that's out there. So I went to Spotify, shout out to Spotify, who also promotes this podcast. Um, but they um, had like a playlist, which I'm I'm going to save and I'm going to try if I can figure it out. I'm going to put it in the show notes because that's an awesome it's an awesome thing. But it's uh, like some songs that I saw on it that I totally get is like. Mind Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys. Remember that? Ooh, throwback. Um, Nightmare on My Street by Jazzy Jeff Fresh Prince. Good times. Cell Therapy, Goody Ma. Regulate, Warren G, Nate Dogg. Yes, yes. Um, That's a good one. Murder, Inc., man, Dr. Dre. Um, okay. Thriller's on here. See, I done told you. Haunted, Beyonce, of course. Of course, man. Put a Spell on You by Nina Simone. Come on, dude. Dude, like, okay, this playlist is really good. I could I could go all day and just read these songs. Disturbia's on here by Rihanna. Monster's on here by Kanye. I remember that. That was a good song. Um, but yeah, there's a lot. So black people, my point is black people be making that music. Um, that's kind of, you know, we're black. So like, how can black people not celebrate Halloween? Because um, people, you know, we have to regulate people for trying to be us on Halloween. That ain't it. You can still be us without paying your skin. Um, but there's a lot of things. And then the last thing was I was like, are there any like Halloween books by black authors out there? I know that's a random thing, but I found a few books. I'm not going to read them all, but I'm going to read a few uh, titles and I'm going to read like what they're about. Right. And like the age groups. Because some of this is really cool. Like, one of them is for, like, four to eight-year-olds. And I got this from a uh, a website called Latana Publishing. Um, so, shout out to them. But they, um, they have, like, 13 spooky tales by black writers. And they're Halloween books for kids and teens, which I think is awesome. So, this, this first book that I'm going to mention is for four to eight-year-olds four to eight and the book is called the jumbies by tracy baptiste so listen to this it says corinne lamer claims she isn't afraid of anything not scorpions not boys who tease her and certainly not jumbies they're just tricksters made up by parents to frighten their children then one night corinne chases an agouti all the way into the forbidden forest and shining yellow eyes follow her to the edge of the trees they couldn't belong to a jumbie or could they Ooh, that sounds good right like i'm not four to eight but i would read it totally um another book that i saw that i really liked i like the title right i haven't read these books obviously but this book is called precious and the boo hag by patricia c mckissick and onawumi jean moss those are the authors. And Kristen Brooker is the illustrator. Okay, this is what it says about what, that it's about. It says, when Precious is left home alone with a stomach ache, she's got nothing but a, a warning from Mama. Don't let nobody or nobody or nothing into this house and keep to keep her company, you see. Nothing or nobody could turn out to be something awful. The boo hag. I can't read y'all. The boo hag's got a voice that rumbles like thunder and her hair that shoots out like lightning. And she can disguise herself to look like anything. 
So when the boo hag comes calling, will Precious be clever enough to outwit even the trickiest trickster? Ciao. Those books sound good, right? And I'm like, oh, that's also for 48-year-olds. Man, come on. So they got books even for 7 to 12-year-olds. And I could read all these guys, but uh, I'm not. But some because they get some of these get long, long, and I'm like, uh, okay, but yeah, really good stuff on this website. That's another thing that I want to put in the show notes. Um, and I say that so if I don't, please uh, forgive me for not knowing what the heck I'm doing. Um, but if you see it, go on and click on it because it's really cool. But yeah, dude, also follow me on social media, Instagram. Uh, at sums with chalk and i'll probably put pictures and stuff like that up but yeah dude what a totally random experience and that about sums up my black halloween happy halloween guys be safe be smart have fun you are amazing Ooh.